Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or else just the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. How are you? I'm Friday. great. It is Friday. Um, where's your longboard? We don't need to bring that to the air. It's it's not with me currently. I'm trying to get it back. Today is Friday. 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 July 28th, 2023. It's 118 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... I should have looked this up before the show, which is kind of a theme of this show um <laughs> texas football today i should have i should have looked this up before you know the what show. happy birthday to soldier boy oh let's go soldier boy what's your favorite soldier boy song three turns 33 i mean probably turn my swag on hop about a bit um there was one time fun fact quick sidebar calling mm-hmm. calling iso here mm-hmm. um our good buddy my good buddy kyle yeomans and i did uh, quite a few handfuls of north texas basketball games Mm -hmm. this year um he was on play-by-play and i was on color and there was a soldier boy song that came on and it was actual soldier boy so the dance Mm -hmm. starts happening yeah crank that yeah and i was i was concerned there for a second that the youth are starting not to recognize the greatness of that song but there was a little girl who proved me wrong and she was doing the dance when the song came on so we come back from bump and that's or from break and the bump is her mm-hmm. doing the dance and so i mentioned that i was really glad that the youth are still appreciating the greatness of soldier boy so from that point on we played the little broadcaster game of we looked up like we had our phone open with all the soldier boy songs and tried to see how many of the titles we could incorporate mm-hmm. into the broadcast mm-hmm. there were some of them that absolutely could not go to air for reasons i'm sure you can assume but like kiss uh, me the phone that that was the big one. Um, just raunchy, vulgar. Can't be doing that. Um, but I think we got to like nine or ten of them. Wow, it was pretty impressive. Good for you. Yeah, big soldier, soldier boy, girl. 
episode 1623. <laughs> On today's show, folks, we're going to hear from Frisco Panther Creek head coach Clint Surratt coming off of their, I would say, rather impressive mm-hmm. inaugural season there at Panther Creek. We'll hear what he's got cooking there in year two. And back half of the show is Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, all the things. Okay, before we go on, speaking of Helpful Honda Mailback Friday, which is on the lower third here. Yes. When the season rolls around, I want to tell you that we're going to have a change to Mailback Friday. Okay? We're going to have you pre, pre, pre pre-submit questions via social media. We'll do it on Instagram and we'll do it on Twitter. Right? For now? Is that what we're going to do? I thought we were doing it on TexasFootball.com. We'll do it on TexasFootball.com. You're going to submit your questions on TexasFootball.com. We will go through them. We will pick the, the right of however amount of time we have. We'll have that those number of questions. So you'll be pre-submitting them uh, on like Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday is mm-hmm. going to be. We're going to have like a, a Thursday at noon deadline mm-hmm. to turn in your questions for Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. That just allows us to sift through them to really get to the ones that we feel like we can talk about at length. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So it doesn't turn into like a... Like, tell me about this game question. Tell me about this game. Right. Stuff like that. We still want you to ask those questions, but, like, we want to have a little bit of editorial control instead of being at the mercy of which questions come in with. We also want to make sure we're covering the entire state. We don't want to talk about the same teams right. that we, we love all of our loyal viewers, but you all have teams that you're very loyal to, and sometimes we need to spice it up and get other yes. sides of the state that we don't necessarily talk about as much. Absolutely. So uh, that is going to be a, a change to Helpful Honda Mailback Friday coming up here during the season. But don't worry. Today it's the same. Get your questions in on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll answer as many as we can at the back half of the show going up till 1230 when I have to go speak at my high school <laughs> what there's a journalism boot camp for the uh, for the student newspaper there and they asked me to come and talk did their first option and second option say no and third Oh, man. Okay, that makes sense. And then, my, yeah, because Shahan J. Raj is not available. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, while we were at THSC at coaching. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we first yeah. close the door? My bad. Come on. Get it. See, this is why you're fourth. <laughs> exactly right. Um, it was Paul Roberts, Zill0678, Ed McElroy, and Aaron R. Buckle. Welcome in, fellas. Paul Roberts, whose football opinions you can trust. All right. While we were at THSEA Coaching School and Convention, we caught up with dozens and dozens of coaches, one of them the head coach of the Frisco Panther Creek Panthers. That's right. They're the Panther Creek Panthers because why Why have creativity? (laughs) Here's our conversation with head coach Clint Surratt here on Texas Football Today. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, back here at the Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention in Houston, Texas, here with the head coach of the Frisco Panther Creek Panthers, Coach Clint Surratt. And, uh, coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us today. I uh, appreciate your time today. All right, Coach, uh, first of all, let, let's talk about the convention a little bit. It's yeah. a day two of the convention, and it's, a, it's as busy as ever. Yeah. Tons of vendors. The Dave Campbell's booth here is rocking and rolling. we got yeah. a lot going on. Every year this thing seems to get bigger and bigger, and, and, and it's just a lot of fun to be down here, and it, uh, kind of the kickoff for football season. Yeah, I look forward to it every year. This is my, my 23rd year, and so uh, getting a chance to come down here with our staff. Obviously, all of our football staff is here, getting the opportunity to hear a bunch of really a lineup of great speakers and, of course, the vendors, and, and really get to see coaches' buddies from all over the state and just get a chance to network and, and visit, and it's always a great time. And I, you got your notepad out. You're taking, taking notes right. and take, yes. taking a few nuggets here and there from guys. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot, a lot of great of, speakers, right? A lot of really talented 
talented, talented coaches here at this convention. And you know, Kendall Bryles, listened to him earlier, and just uh, the lineup that the Texas High School Coach Association has put together is, is second to none. And it's not just football, right? I mean, no, I mean, no, it, it's, no. I mean, the, the, I feel like the, the growth of the convention really because of the other sports how they've been embraced. You know, the girls' sports are welcome here. They have a lot of great events for the volleyball, girls basketball, boys basketball, track and field. You, I mean, as a campus coordinator, you know, you got you want to yeah. have an all around great athletic program, it's right? It's been so inclusive in what they've done and really transformed this convention over the last five to ten years has been incredible. And I just heard our golf coach, he just gave a lecture in there and did a phenomenal job. And just with the with the on-site uh, demos, with volleyball going on, basketball, and all the things that they're doing to pull people in, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going in the right direction, so we're happy. Now, speaking of going in the right direction, that's a segue right there. Yeah, the, there uh, the Panther Creek Panthers, I think the arrow was pointed up for you guys yeah. in 2023. You know, we were talking off camera last year. You know, first-year program, none of those guys had played uh, – very few of those guys had played a down of varsity football at any level. They were very young, a lot of freshmen, sophomores playing. And you could tell early early in the year, you know, there was some they were, they were a little timid, I think, and just trying to figure out. And I'm not sure they felt like they belonged. Yeah. Things started to turn around towards the end of the year, and I feel like in 7-on-7 seven seven watching you guys – and I know people say, oh, it's just 7-on-7, seven seven, Steph. What are you talking about? Yeah. But the, the – the mentality your kids had in seven on seven, they walked out there and they number one, they looked better. They could tell they've, they've matured physically, yep. but mentally they, they went out there and were expecting to win and, and had a different a different mentality. Do you feel like that can carry over to 2023? Absolutely, and this has been obviously an incredibly exhausting but rewarding experience of opening up new school and, and really having people from four different schools come into one and really, as we're talking about, really building that team and learning to, to depend on each other. Uh, and it was awesome to see our kids, the growth from week one all the way into the playoffs, and we're super proud of making the playoffs without seniors, first frisco Eyes team to be able to do that. And then obviously, like you said, the arrow's up in a big way. It's, it's a unique situation to have everybody back. And then watch what our kids did this all season and then seven on seven and watch them go out and compete with real confidence. And, and uh, they're really bought in right now, and I'm excited about where we're at. Do you feel like that that, that, that was some validation for them? You know, yeah. be, going out in seven on seven and being successful, having success. You know, hey, well, this is working. What we're doing is working, and we can take this into the fall and, and really take it to another level. Yeah, anytime you can go out and compete and win, even if it's seven on seven, our kids' confidence continue to grow and grow and grow. And, and really proud of the way it represented themselves down at the down at College Station. And uh, we didn't, we didn't, we wanted to win it all, but uh, ran into a really talented Silsby team that got us. But uh, certainly proud of the kids and the effort they put in, and and the way they care and play for one another is a really cool thing. I'm proud of. Now looking at your district, though, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, your district top to bottom uh, is, and people say, oh, those they're with the Dallas ISD schools. Those guys aren't very good. I I would say that's 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 a definite falsehood. Those I, guys. I, I'd be careful about that. Yeah. I, I think those guys do a really great job. Carter's going to be formidable for sure. Carter's really talented. They're well coached. Uh, Wilmer Hudson's is the same way. I mean, you've got some really good coaches in that district that do a good job. And we all know Salina. They're the, they're the district yeah. champs. They're the team to beat. They, 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 they set the standard last year, so you got to, you know, they're the team to beat, right? Salina is the, the bar that's been set, and then everybody else is kind of chasing them. And another team I think is going to be very much improved is Ranchview. I think yes. Ranchview is going to be very – so top to bottom, I think your district is going to be going to be pretty competitive. And do you feel like that will prepare you guys? I know your goal is to make a playoff run. Mm-hmm. Does this? Do you think this district is going to prepare your kids if you guys can get into the playoffs for, for a potential playoff push? Well, certainly in our district, and even look at our non-district schedule too. I, we're, we're playing Emerson. Playing Emerson, a really talented team. Of course, Arlington Heights had a great year last year. They got a bunch of people coming back. And Aubrey, I think they went four rounds deep as well. So that combined with our district schedule, our, our kids will be battle tested. Man, who's that guy setting the non-district schedule there, man? I'm telling you, yeah. yeah. Well, I got the job. And uh, our, and uh, the um, this time last year, the, the schedule was already set. And I said, all right, who are we playing? And I said, oh, we're going to have to <laughs> 
ready to play. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be but tough. It's going to help us in the long run. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, because you have everyone back, you have a u- little unique situation. So from your perspective, uh, you know, not that many guys bring all, all 22 starters back. So when you look at your, your team, is it more – are those jobs still kind of – you know, do guys yeah. need, still need to fight for those jobs? Because now there's a lot of competition because you have young guys who maybe played at the JV level who have matured and grown up. So you, you can potentially build some depth, right? Yeah, the competition among each position really makes this team better. And iron sharpens iron, you know, as they say. And so we've had a really great competition battles. Some of them still going on, and they're going to continue to go on all the way up to week one in, in the upcoming season. So we still got a lot of proving ground in the scrimmages we're going to have. And, and our freshman team was 8-2, and two, you know. Our JV was very successful as well. So – We've got great kids, and that, that competition's uh, just going to make our team better. So we're excited to see that. Final question for you, get you out of here, Coach. You know, THSCA, a lot of it's about mentorship and, mm-hmm. and helping coaches, young coaches get to the next level. For you as a young coach, who were some of the guys that really helped guide you yeah. and, and led you to get, to get to this position today? Well, my first high school coach was Gary Monty. You know, he's, uh, he's out of the game now, but he, he was a tremendous influence on me. Gary Childress is another guy. And then uh, John Rouse, who's now working with Symmetry Turf. Um, the guy did an incredible job. Ended up being a superintendent late, but those guys really took me under their wing and, and helped mentor me into who I am today. And I'm, I'm certainly thankful uh, for all the coaches along the way to help me. And it it takes um, it takes a village, as they say, and that goes for coaches as well. And just being able to network and rely on people when things get tough, it's a it's a true fraternity. And I'm proud to be a part of it. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, congrats on su- success last year in 2022, and uh, good luck in 2023. And we appreciate what you do for student athletes here in the state of Texas. Appreciate you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Coach. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 go vcr now again that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 go vcr now the gambling gauchos are a texas tech podcast serving you money lines memes and matador content on twitter youtube and stakingtheplains.com well let's put it this way they pay me off in tortillas i'm gonna shoot them right in the eye If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. There is Clint Surratt, head coach of the Frisco Panther Creek Panthers, coming off of a really successful first season there at, uh, um, at, at Panther Creek and heading into another big year where... 
expectations are pretty high. So we appreciate Clint Surratt's time at THSA Coaching School and Convention. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber and pay Pickles salary. It's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Speaking of paying your salary, Pickle, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on some great deals on award-winning Honda. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealer.com to learn more. Did we drop the copy point about the rugged and reliable... You can go get a rugged and reliable uh, 2023 Honda Ridgeline. Oh, Ridgeline, that's right. If you want it. I always I always forget which of the terrific Honda cars is the rugged and reliable one, but it's, uh, it's the Ridgeline. Yeah. So go check that out. Uh, thank you, North Texas Honda dealers. If you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, get them in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, yesterday was a big day for a little TFT, or not TFT, Mm-mm. but the DCTF. CCTF crew, ROF crew, because we were out at Lone Star Conference Media Day there in McKinney. Um, had a great time. It was uh, I got to, to be the host and the MC, which was fun. Got to talk with them, bless you. Um, got to talk with uh, uh, all the players and coaches from uh, the Lone Star Conference. Um, Angelo State is picked to repeat. Mm-hmm. Central Washington hot on their heels. And the big game is Angelo has to go to Central Washington, which is going to be um, a, a, a probably, in my opinion, I mean, Kingsville, I think, has an opportunity and maybe Midwestern if they find a quarterback. But... Um, but it was it was fun to be out there. Uh, we then went live on ROF for about a little more than an hour. Yeah, hour fifteen. Tons of coaches and, and players, and it was a lot it of fun. It was funny, man. Car- some of those interviews are funny. Uh, uh, Corey Hogan, Carter Yates, uh, having a great time. Um, so that that was fun. Also of note, as we can just toot our own horn here, um, our own Corey Hogue mm-hmm. brought home for the second time. Uh, the Kirk Hill Award, which yeah. is the uh, Lone Star Conference Sports Writer of the Year Award. Our friend Corey Hogue got honored. He got honored so in 20, well deserved. 2020 and now 2023. Very well deserved. Um, uh, it was it was very cool because uh, you and I knew it, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Yeah, like, he had no I got, idea. Because I got the script and then I didn't, I wanted to tell someone, so I just told Pickle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very cool and, uh, and we're going to try to, I believe Mallory got like reaction video. Yeah, she so, did. It's really, really cool. So we're going to try to find Corey. something together but yeah he's very well deserving it was awesome to see and and he got the the kirk hill award from the the lone star conference we appreciate the lone star conference having us out there uh commissioner jay perner um their director of communications greg weghorst all those fine folks out there at the lone star conference um should be a fun year and remember they've got sole roster in next year so it's only getting more texany out there so uh, anyway we appreciate them letting us crash their party at uh, at mckinney isd stadium which is by the way you know why they have it in mckinney isd stadium because it rules? Well, yes. Also. <laughs> I thought that was enough of a reason. Correct. Correct. It would be. But also, what makes it rule extra hard uh-huh. is uh, they host a Division Two National Championship game. Yes. Uh, and they're going to host it, I believe, through 2025 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be here this year and, and next year at least. And so, um, yeah. Uh, what we should and and i guess 2025 as well so if you haven't been out to a game at mckinney isd Mm -hmm. you got to get out there because it's just it it really is a really good experience they had really good uh, last year i believe it was ferris state against um colorado school of mines Mm -hmm. they had a really big crowd i was talking with 
um, Mike Fetchy, who's the uh, the athletic director there at or run uh, athletic director in charge of uh, facilities mm-hmm. there at at McKinney ISD, and he was talking about like, I think his son plays for for Mines, and so he was like the, everyone was saying like Hey, like you know you need to go be a dad, like go get a mm-hmm. ticket and go sit in the in the stands and stuff like that," and he was like, oh, "Okay, I'll do that." He's like, and then, like, whenever the two teams qualified, he was like, suddenly tickets became really hard, hard. to come by. He's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just use, use my, my power to get in. <laughs> I guess I'll of- just pull my keys out <laughs> yeah. and open every single door right. of this stadium. Yeah. Uh, but the Division Two National Championship coming down, uh, coming there uh, December 16th, and hopefully there's a team from the Lone Star Conference there. Maybe Angela. Uh, we maybe would love to see Central it. Washington, maybe Adam Kingsville. We'd love to see him. Anyway, do we have any questions on Helpful Honda Mailback Questions? We Friday. sure Helpful do. Helpful Mailback Questions. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> We're doing great. Um, what's happened to Cedar Park? They used to be at the top of the heat, but you don't hear about them anymore. I mean, you, I, a lot of people forget, I think, but they were in the state championship in 2020. They were in the state championship like, in 2020. Like, it did not go their way. I'm not saying that. But I think that everyone thinks of Cedar Park as the heydays back in the you know early aughts, kind of mid-tens. Mm-hmm. Mid and it's like they did make a run there when Carl Absek was there. They're in a they're in a state championship game three years ago. Now last year was Again, you know, it's hard to remember because it was twenty twenty. Right. I, exactly. And it was in and, January. And, uh, it was like it was like we what one of these days we just need to do like a hey remember twenty twenty? Here's just what happened. Happened. Yeah. Because like we, I think we all memory hold it. You know what I mean? Like we're all just like no tec- I mean I don't technically remember. they played the championship game in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Because they played it January whatever yes. of twenty twenty one. So they played for a title game and uh, uh, here's the bottom line of it. Um the last couple of years I think that they, uh, I think the biggest thing is that they have not been able to get themselves going offensively. Mm-hmm. You remember how good that offense was for them in 2020. Yeah, it was young Absec. Uh, um, he was the quarterback. Oh, no, 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 no. They had another one. Cedar Park quarterback. Uh, yeah, his he, son. I don't think it was. Ryder Hernandez. Ryder Hernandez. Oh, his son yeah. was the receiver. His son was the receiver. Yep. Yes. His, his yep, son yep, was yep. like their really good receiver. Re- yeah. But Ryder Hernandez was their quarterback. Yes. Um, and, you know, really talented. He really led the way for them all the way to that state championship game. Mm-hmm. Carl Epsec leaves to go to Barbers Hill. Mm-hmm. They promote Michael Quintero. And the offense just has not been able to, to, to live up to it. It's it's uh, mm-hmm. what it's been in the past. past uh, they've gone seven and six and then four and, then four and seven this past year. Um the other thing about them is I do think if you go back from time immemorial, Cedar Park has been the team that has had the black rain defense, mm-hmm. right? They've been the defense that has uh, that has crushed you. I think, you know, look, all it takes is one or two more, one or two years to, to put it back. You know, their defense was good last year, but like... I think that, that 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 was their identity, and right now, I think they're kind of in a little bit of an identity crisis. You know, I I think Cedar Park is probably the. Well, okay. There's there's another thing that we have to. There's another elephant in the room, right? The other the other elephant in the room here is that they're in a brutal district. Okay, they're in the same district as College Station, Georgetown, A&M Consolidated. And then like Leander Glenn, Pflugerville Hendrickson, right? Who have all been good at times. Yeah, as well. it's that one crossover between the Brazos Valley and the and Austin, and Austin. area. And so they're in a tough district, and that's part of it as well. I mean, they're they're dealing with right now. We have them fourth in the district mm-hmm. to start the year. Yeah, College Station has been in multiple state now, championships yeah. the past two years. Now I think this year they have an opportunity to to maybe surprise some people. But like, let's put this to you this way, okay? So last year, last year they finished fourth in district, okay? Mm-hmm. 
your reward for finishing fourth in district, they played Smithson Valley in the first round. Mm-hmm. They got fed to Smithson Valley. They had to go to Smithson Valley. Mm-hmm. And they got beat by, by three touchdowns. Well, and let's, I mean, let's so, think so about... So it's the draw as well. Think about when they were really good back in the day. They were one of the only schools out in that area. Think mm-hmm. about that area and how many new schools have popped up. I mean, even Glenn mm-hmm. is a fairly new program, you know? Mm-hmm. So inevitably, you see kind of that... Same thing happened with Manville and Shadow Creek. You mm-hmm. know, someone opens, the feeder school starts kind of, they break it up. That That is, I think, a portion of oh, certainly. the difference between old school Cedar Park when they were in their heyday and today. There's just a ton more schools out I there. Think, I think there is. And, and it's and continuing so, to grow. Absolutely. And so I would say that it's a variety of different things. I think it's a coaching change. I think it's a bit of an identity crisis. And then it's also just a really tough draw. Mm-hmm. And the demographics are changing. Yep. There, that, that uh, people are moving People are moving in. They're grow, build, building more schools. And that's that's moving kids around. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I mean, I Cedar Park has been, you're, you're exactly right. They've been off the radar the past couple of years. Um, you know, this year, I think, I think hopefully realignment's a little bit, it, for them, hopefully mm-hmm. realignment will be a little bit kinder to them. What's next, Pickle? Well, that feeds into our, another question that we got with realignment coming up. Will there be more schools moving up or moving down overall in classifications across the state? I mean, it should be an equal number. It's yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. Um, you know, cause they like to, for those who don't know, they like to keep the same, roughly the same number in each classification. classification. They like to have about a hundred teams in each division mm-hmm. and they like to have about 250 teams in six. A, which is how they set the cutoff. Numbers. Yeah. Now that, now that moves because if you have team, if, if ever, let's just say the cutoff number, I'll pick a number at random. Let's say the cutoff number for six A is 2200. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm picking a number at random and you have six teams that are all at 2200 exactly. Then it's like, Oh, well, and plus you have teams that opt up and mm-hmm. things like that. So it should be about the same. Now there is a great piece on texasfootball.com about that. Matt said put out there about teams that he, right now look like they're going to be moving up or moving down. Yeah. There's some ebbs and flows. We've also mentioned a couple of teams in our first couple of ep- preview episodes, of Tep and step, which are on texasfootball.com as well, or your podcast vendor uh, for subscribers uh, that they are, um, that will be moving up and down in the next realignment as well. There's, there should be. That's how they start. They start with we need X number of teams in each, each, mm-hmm. each of these, and then they, they mess with the margins a little bit to try to make it fit as best they can. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think you're gonna. I'll say this: there are a couple teams that I think people are gonna be surprised are moving down. Yeah. Um, well, and there's always the like. I don't know what the best phrase to use here is, but there are always the teams that were sitting there and the, who are always teetering on the edge between the two. Well, like there's, there's a, you're exactly right. And there's a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. There's always teams that are, that are on the edge, mm-hmm. right? There's always edge cases that like, are like they, the will they, won't they, every single will they, year. won't they like Highland park forever was the edge case, right? Mm-hmm. They are now pretty comfortably six A as yeah. far as I can tell. Alito is another, is Alito like the, has taken Highland park of, spot. Of kind of like, that, yeah. They were kind of that edge case, right? Yep. Are, are they going to go up? Are they going to go down? Also, and another phenomenon you run into at, the, at this time of year, especially in the second year of an alignment. So think back to like, um, think back to like 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay. You also run into teams that are playing at a playing with numbers that would put them into a higher classification. But they're not but technically they, but realignment a UIL. Doesn't come around until next year. Right. Right. So yeah. my example would be Katie Pato mm-hmm. in 2021. Katie Pato was playing 
in the 5A Division One state championship game. With 6A with, numbers. And they had already... Oh, yeah, oh, and not just 6A numbers. Like 6A D1 numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are... They have an enrollment right now for... so. The enrollment number they turned in mm-hmm. on Snapshot Day in October before their state championship game in 5A Division One was 3169. Oh, my God. That is like 40 fewer kids than Katie High. Yeah. Like, so that is a an enormous school. So mm-hmm. you do have those phenomenons there. I'll give you one for free. Okay. Although I hope you'll go and subscribe to texasfootball.com slash subscribe so you get tep and step. I'll give you one for free that's like that. New home. Yes. New home is going to yeah. be, they're moving up next time. Mm-hmm. That's not like, it's locked and loaded. It's happening. But because of the realignment cycle, they're on that in-between where they're going to be playing with big numbers for their 4-2A Division two. But, you know, because realignment doesn't come about till February for the 2024 season, you do have these these things. I want to say, was College Station one of those as well? I know that, like, Franklin was one of them. Because mm-hmm. Franklin moved up. China Spring moved up China as well. Spring moved so up. those were programs that were playing with bigger numbers. That's not why they won. They're obviously really good teams. But that's something to keep an eye on mm-hmm. as realignment rolls in. Yeah. China Spring has the backing of they went and did it again. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Franklin, too. Yep, Franklin, exactly. too. They both moved up a division and, and won a state championship. So what are you going to say? This though? is another question. Alito's the same way. Yep. You know? Uh, this is another question, but it fits into that. Is how many new schools will be included in realignment Ooh, as of right now? I need to check. That is a number that I can find that I do not have. have. Right well, and the other thing about that is there is a difference between new schools that will be playing like an independent mm-hmm. schedule and new schools new that UIL have schools. been playing for two years and now are officially going to be added into a district. Yeah. Let's like Lake see. Belton went through that. Yeah. Like I know Prosper Walnut Grove is joining, mm-hmm. right? Frisco um, is starting a new school or is that next year? I think it might be I next year. Know. I think um, they're adding their 14th school next year. And then year. there's always, and then this is this is way in the weeds and you don't care, but you've also got these programs that have kind of gone to um, like outlaw schedules because they don't have numbers. Mm-hmm. Ranger is a good example. Yep. Ranger was a team that they were put into an 11, they have 11-man numbers, but they, because um, I think they have an enrollment like 108, um, but they wanted to play outlaws they played they were like we don't have 11 like we can't field an 11 man team and mm-hmm. so we're going to drop out and do that so that's also another team that another kind of program that you need to keep an eye on uh, there when realignment rolls around i can get every, that number for you i just don't have yeah. it now every time that we talk about stuff like this it's just a reminder of i cannot imagine being in the uil like i'm going to call it the war room you know when they're trying to start from scratch and decipher all of this and especially because the thing that we always forget about is we focus so much on football like they've got to do this for every sport Mm -hmm. and there are two different times that they have to do this one for football and one for everybody else that's just crazy um i got two more here okay um you get to add one texas high school football related person to mount rushmore who and why there's there's two people either craig way or matt step those are the two. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat the question to me. You get to add one Texas high school football related person to Mount Rushmore. Who and why? Oh no. No. It's Earl Campbell. Yeah. When I hear related person, I think like not 
from a football perspective, like someone who is associated with Texas high school football. Like, obviously, I'm not going to put – sorry to Craig and Steph. I'm not going to put them on against Earl Campbell. But when I hear football-related, I think of people that are not football players. Maybe they did play. Okay, but but then what about, like, Phil Danaher? Yeah, that's another good one. Or what about, like, Scott Surratt? But he or, is in, like, he is in Texas High School. I still consider related. Hmm. Related goes to, like, media or, like, I don't know, Mr. like, Dr. Brightup. Mr. Yeah. Phil. I know. Didn't that break? If you didn't hear, uh, what's his, Phil, Phil, I don't know. I've only, I've only known him as Mr. Mr. Phil. Phil. It's, uh, it starts Phil, with a W. Phil Whitfield? Phil Whitfield, I Whitfield, think is, is that right? Um, he was the guy who ran uh, the press. He, he did a lot of things, but he mm-hmm. was the man who ran the AT and T Stadium press box. Yeah, his his full time job at AT and T yeah. Stadium was like the art director. Yeah. And obviously, Charlotte Jones was the one that like implemented mm-hmm. all the art, but Mister Phil was the one that was like the head art just, person. Yeah, he passed away. Uh, I think it was. I think it came out Wednesday. I think we got the news yesterday, but I think it, he passed away on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And um, but at sixty two, just would it would like. We were all just terribly, terribly sad yeah. about that. Anyway, but you can put Mr. Phil on the, on the yeah, on the, Mr. F- on yeah, the, yeah. We're the, praying the, the for Mr. Phil's family. He was, Rushmore. he was, yeah, just a great. It's not going to be the same without him. All right, player. Pl- it, here's, I'll give you three answers. Yeah, player, player Campbell, coach, coach Phil Danaher, related, relate or uh, yeah, maybe Gordon Wood actually, probably yeah. Gordon Wood, Gordon Wood, um, adjacent. I think it's got to be well. I don't know. I don't know. Like an adjacent person. I think. I think Craig and Step are the two that easy. Yes. Mallory Hartley. (laughs) Correct. All right, one more. What would you bring to the aliens to let them know that you're friendly? Copy of the 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. They wouldn't understand any of that. They would spit in your face. Um, ranch to let them. (laughs) <laughs> I would just hand it to them and they would look like what is this and I would just I would literally look the aliens dead in the eye and I would say trust me no 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 you can't just bring them ranch yes no no well something with ranch thank you you have to bring them ranch and then you also have to bring them some tendies correct I think that's the move you yeah have to bring uh, wings wings would be good wings, wings with ranch wings I would I would bring them Wingstop because Wingstop has the best ranch okay. I would bring them wings a uh, Wingstop just just a normal wing mm-hmm. bone in because mm-hmm. they need yeah. to know that like yeah. you know we're animals. we can yeah we're animals we get it um and then it just a, a big old I don't tub love, of ranch. yeah but i don't love the idea of giving them the idea of gnawing meat off of something's bones that's fine but it's again we're focusing on the ranch here okay got it so what you're looking for is a ranch delivery system yes mm-hmm. i would be friends with the aliens the aliens would consider me one of their own you are wearing green. A ranch. And you do live in a void. I am the aliens. <laughs> Whoever got up on that stand yesterday blew my cover. I'd been doing good for 26 years. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Clint Surratt, head coach of Frisco Panther Creek, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper-Vince Young. Please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.